Welcome to Doing the Most, the series where we talk about the misadventures of entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Georgie, execution strategist and serial entrepreneur. This series is here to get real about what entrepreneurial life truly looks like. We are driven, persistent, hardworking, ambitious. We are human, and these are our stories. Welcome back to Doing the Most, The Misadventures of Entrepreneurship. Today, our amazing guest is Danielle Johnson. She's going to tell us a little bit about who she is. Danielle, say hello to the folks. Hi, guys. How are you guys doing? Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> yeah, so Danielle, if you could tell us a little bit about yourself and your career as a mom, media personality, and a CEO. Um, so... I am a mother of a seven-year-old ambitious um, boy. He's been diagnosed with ADHD. So you can imagine that our life is pretty fun. Let's just say it's fun and exciting and full of energy. Um, But he's a great kid, seven years old, um, in school, doing pretty well. Um, I'm also a media personality in the city of Boston, in the state of Massachusetts. Um, Here I do a morning show, a radio morning show um, on the channel Big City 88.5 FM. I also have a podcast called Henny and Hot Wings, where we talk about love, sex, and relationships, unfiltered, unorthodox conversation. And I am in the building. That's all in the company of So Saucy Entertainment. I also do event hosting in and around the city, um, internationally and nationally. And I also just started a new company and that is not ready to be launched yet, but it is going to be a woman's apparel company um, and lifestyle brand that I'm really excited about that will be hitting the streets um, September, 2019. Nice. Congrats about that. Um, Doing the most. (laughs) Yes. Doing the most. Very, very busy lady. So what got you started in media and entertainment? Why was that your um, field of choice? Um, I, my whole life, I wanted to be a nurse. And up until college, I entered into school. I went for nursing and then I failed out of my nursing classes. So then um, up against the wall, I was trying to figure out what I can do next. Um, I got accepted into the communications program. And then from there, I started working with people on, you know, public speaking, interpersonal relationships, group um, group settings, and I started to thrive. My GPA went up. Um, I was doing a lot of acting and um, speaking out in public. And from there, I just like to talk and I'm always talking. So we decided that we were going to do a... Um, Um, Somebody suggested to me that maybe I should do radio. So I started off in a little community radio station with CDs and um, getting my friends to come in and interview with me. Uh, And then I got accepted as an internship to an upcoming radio station called Hot 97, where I started working under one of the DJs. And then from there, kind of just grew myself into my own radio personality. And from there, I just never stopped. Just been in love with it ever since. Wow, that is amazing. And it just, you know, it's crazy how these things kind of happen, right? We don't expect to yeah. be somewhere. And then <laughs> once we get into that field, it's just like, I'm here and I am here to stay. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I should have been here. This is where I should have been here all my life. 
Um, so it, it, it worked out really well. I don't ever stop talking. Um, so it just, and I have like a very witty and fast personality. It's very fun. So it, it connects with a lot of people. Um, we talk about a lot of community issues and different things. So it resonates with the people that I grew up with and the people that watch me every day or listen to it and listen to the radio station. So it's, it's a really, really fun um, inter- being in the entertainment business, but it comes with its, you know, comes with its disadvantages and its hurdles. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about that, right? Like what, I know there's a lot of pros in um, media and entertainment, um, specifically radio, but I know for a fact, you, you know, women in, in, in radio yeah. is not a huge sector. There's not many women in radio. We have, or, you know, Angie, uh, Angela Yee, Angie Martinez, we have, um, mm-hmm. and that's unfortunate. Like that's literally, I know there's a few more on different radio stations. Like, that's, the, that's as far as, yeah, the, Wendy Williams. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. the list is very limited and it's only the folks that are at the top, top, top that people talk about. But can you talk a little mm-hmm. bit about that? Have you ever experienced any craziness in terms of, in terms of that aspect of being a woman in, in radio? Working in a male-dominated industry, and I know um, it, we hear it a lot, but media is one of those male-dominated industries where it almost seems like in order to get in or to be somebody, you really got to either be up there ranking with the top men in the industry and you're working with them like the Angela Yee's and what and um and and people like them or that you're you know you're smaller time and you're getting your shine whenever you can but it is tough it, it's tough because there's a lot of man male explaining or mansplaining <laughs> there's a lot of you know kind of you know, trying to make yourself bigger, bigger so that you can um, match up with them, making sure that your personality is, is big enough, but not too much where they want to call you a man or call you a B or one of those things, but you have to be assertive. You have to be strong. You pretty much have to have a thick skin in order to get to places because you just going in there explaining, Hey, I'm good, whatever you know, there's a thousand men going for that same job and just little old you. So it's it's very tough to kind of just remain assertive and remain positive. And sometimes you see people advancing, you know, very quicker than you and you're like, but, but, you know, but you can't really, Mm -hmm. you can't even look at other people. It's, you got to kind of get into your own zone and be in your own place and be in, stand in your own light. And just, if they don't give it to you, then you have to find a plan B to give it to yourself. Like by any means necessary, you'll go there other than what people think that you are supposed to do. So no sleeping around and no doing some strange for some change. You really have to <laughs> kind of, you know, just stand on your own two feet and, and work your butt off. Like you really got to put your back into it and work your, work your behind off. Cause it's not easy for us. Nice. And I love that. And, you know, and just being consistent and present and showing up, right. Showing that, you know, Absolutely. I belong here. Like don't, don't think because of whatever preconceived notions or stereotypes you might have in your head that I don't belong here. Like, Hey, I belong here and I'm not going to do anything crazy. And I'm not moving. Yep. <laughs> like you, you ain't have talk to, to me that. however exactly. you want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't exactly you can't talk to me just and degrade me. I'd put in the work to get where I'm at. You put in the work to get where you're at, and I'm gonna keep on putting and I'm in the work. Stay here. And yep, exactly. exactly. Yep. Um, so now I want to shift gears to another role that you mentioned having, which is being a mom to your seven year old 
Um, could we talk a little bit about that, 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 that dynamic of being a mom as well as an entrepreneur, as well as in media, like how does the mom title kind of fit in and what has your experience been as like a mom in general? So yeah, being a mom. So a lot of people say that it's, it's, um, you know, that's the most rewarding thing and, and it's wonderful. I have a little bit of different feelings. <laughs> um, it, it is, it is fun. I'm not going to, you know, lie about that. It's fun. Um, it's great being able to raise a little baby human from, um, from the ground up, but it is challenging because, uh, before anything else, you are a mom and your child comes first and that can sometimes interfere with other things going on. So like if I said, I, I do a lot of um, event hosting and emceeing for weddings, um, nightclubs, hair shows, um, paint nights, anything that you can think about. And, um, you know, like it's oftentimes trying to get a sitter or sometimes I'm booked up back to back weekends. So it's not like I get a lot of time to spend with him. So it, it's challenging having that guilt on your heart that, oh my God, I'm not there for my child every single moment, but you know that what you're doing is working up to setting up a legacy and setting up things for your child to be able to look back on and to um, not have to go through things that other kids go through. Like you're setting them up, you're you're getting their financial wealth portfolios done, you are adding more income to your own self so that you guys can do more fun things later on, like take vacations. So it's almost like there's really no balance between parenthood and being an entrepreneur. <clears throat> it's sometimes your business is going to suffer. Sometimes your child is going to, sometimes you're going to feel like your child is suffering. But as long as you are there for those most important meetings, um, you are there for your doctor's appointments and for your school meetings, and you are there to tuck them in at night, even if you have to be out right after, like those little things, I think that count, or that's what I go on. I'm hoping that they count in the long run. So he's not like, my mom is out. And when I'm not working, I am literally home with him sitting on my lap at seven years old or on my back or forcing me to watch silly random cartoons with. So, you know, like it's very challenging, but it can be done. I don't want anybody to discourage anybody. It definitely can be done. Awesome. Yeah, definitely. Thank you for that feedback. Cause as a mom, my mom myself, you know, there is times I'm at events or programs or have to do something and it's like, you know, the kids are in the corner. I'm doing a podcast. Yes. One is on my lap. <laughs> I'm, you know, host, I'm, I'm going to interview, Triple I'm breastfeeding, girl. like, yeah. there, it, it's, it gets crazy, it gets real out here in these streets, and, um, especially when it's, like, there, your work is so demanding, and especially yeah. when you're in a male-dominated industry, those two things make it even more difficult, because your co-workers, competitors, even clients, mm -hmm they don't have that same kind of experience because in, in yes. most situations, you know, it's, it is the mom that um, has to kind of do the dual roles. You know, dads are allowed to go to work. If mom is at an event, where's exactly. your kid? No one asks as a dad, where's your kid when you're at an event exactly. or, <laughs> or at a function? <laughs> like they are alive. There are other mm -hmm. humans that I, you know, have trusted with my child's life. Can I enjoy the event? Are you going to ask me, you know, what did I eat for breakfast as well? Like, did you, did you know more about my personal life? <laughs> that is so true. No, that is so true. Like it, 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 it gets to a point where you're just like, uh, 
Like I'm just finally out the house. I'm trying to get everything together. Um, my kid is fine. Let's focus on what we have to do. And you're right. Like a lot of times, like we are doing so many things with our kids that you end up, you know, like really doing a juggling act, being a master of all trades of, you know, making sure that your child is good and making sure that you're still a professional at the end of the day. You're not like, oh my God, my child is here. You have to bring it, bring them to events and all kinds of stuff. And sometimes I've had to do that myself. Like, all right, he's asked to come with me. And um, yep, that's mine running around. You know, like it's, it's very tough, but you know, like we uh, mothers, I feel are superheroes, period. And I just, I commend us for always finding a way to get it done. Like Absolutely. it gets done. Yeah. yeah. We're doing the most, but we make sure it gets done. Um, exactly. Shift the conversation a little now into your misadventures of entrepreneurship. So we've talked a little bit about in your industry as well as um, with motherhood, but now on your entrepreneurial journey, you started to share with me a your adventure of um, or misadventure we could call it of going to the t-shirt warehouse with no experience so can you tell oh. us about that journey and like what was that all about <laughs> was it you know your first business was it something that you recently you're working on now so it um so for my podcast honey and hot wings I actually sell merch for it and I do t-shirts and sweatshirts and stuff like that so I was like oh one of my friends from down here, he has a t-shirt brand as well. So he was like, oh, if you go to New York, there's a warehouse. You can go in there. Their t-shirts are cheap. All you have to do is bring them back and then you get them printed and you save a lot of money. So I was like, okay. <clears throat> he gave me, he asked me, I was going for my job. So he asked me to go down for him since it was going to be my first time. And he gave me a really great list of everything that he wanted, colors, sizes, and everything. I was like, oh my God, that's so good. I should do that too, but I had no idea what it was going to be like. So when I went in, I was completely overwhelmed because literally it is a t-shirt factory warehouse. Mm -hmm. In every corner, it's not bigger, it's not big either. So in every corner, every shelf, everywhere you walked, there was t-shirts all over there, placed, packaged, and, and, and ready to go. There are different people's in, people in there that probably have t-shirt brands themselves that, you know, have their little list and they're checking off. And I'm like, damn it, I don't have a list. So when it came time for me to do my order and for my job's order, because they do t-shirts too, and I was like, I'll just pick them up. It was just, it was difficult because I didn't know what size everybody wears. I didn't know what size would sell automatically. These were male shirts. I usually work with women's shirts. So it was just a, a mess. Good thing that they had people in there that, that know where everything is. But then even when you get down there, like you're seeing all the different colors and you're seeing all the different, um, you know, brands and labels. And you're like, wait, maybe I should get some of those. But because you don't have a list, you're literally just kind of just, well, I need two of those and I'll take 17 of these and 14 of these. By the time I left there, I had spent over $500 and I was like, okay. And there's no return. So I, I still haven't opened the bags to see what I even purchased. So I have no idea what I did in that store. I just knew that I went in there. I got way too excited. I didn't have a plan and it, I, it could have just been an epic fail, but that's just like entrepreneurial business. Like if you don't have a plan, like your business plan, or if you don't have some type of brainstorm, and if you haven't thought about it or really put something together, you're going to get overwhelmed and you're going to die out very quickly because that energy cannot remain the same throughout. So that was just like a recent horror story of like, sheesh, 
this is a lot. I'm doing a lot. And like next time I go, I'm definitely going to have a plan. That's it. Gotta yeah, have and a plan. I, and I definitely want to take away some, um, just kind of repeat something you just said, right? Mm-hmm. Even though you, you weren't a hundred percent sure you knew you, that you knew enough that you could figure out the rest. So you took that leap of faith. Yes. The next thing that you did was that you went down there, you were asking questions and you were figuring it out. You were digging deep and getting the mm-hmm. details of what you needed. And three, you made sure you learned from it, right? It, it, it could yes. have said, okay, I, I give up. I don't want to do that anymore. But you said, no, no, no. This is just a lesson. It's a stepping stone and it's going to help me. In we're going to get through it. Exactly. Yep. You're going to get through it and then learn and, and, and engage and do more and do better in the future. So I really like that. It's, you know, some people are so easy and some people make it so easy to give up. And sometimes yeah. it's just not really giving up. It's like you need to take a step back or slow down or say, hey, what did I learn from that? What could I have done better? Try to figure it out yeah. versus just, oh, just throw it in the trash. At that point, yeah, at that point, you know, you just kind of have, I, I got my phone out that day and I was just like, okay, let's try to make a plan now. So like you said, you do end up figuring it out and you do make your force yourself to not make it a wasted experience. And I think that's something that a lot of people need to do. Every experience, whether it is good or bad or scary or horrible, um, same thing, you have to make it a learning experience and figure out next time that you do this, what can I do better? How can I make this process easier? How can I be easy on myself and give myself a much better, a better time doing this that was very hard the first time and it's a learn I feel like that's how I learn like I have to be thrown into the fire in order to be like oh this fire is very hot it's very <laughs> large and next time maybe I need to protect myself and not jump right in here but um some people learn some people are a glutton for punishment and I was that day um, but um, going forward I know exactly what I need and what I need to do. And I'm already thinking ahead to the next time. So that's, that's always a good thing. Yeah, that is definitely amazing. And now um, to kind of just now dive into a final topic about your podcast. So could you tell us a little bit more about the podcast, who you feature, what's it all about? So um, my podcast started about two years ago. And um, so I do radio, but I realized that I was very filtered. I was always working on other people's time. I couldn't really put the programs together the way that I wanted to be, to put it together and still make it be something. So um, I was, I wanted to do a podcast for a long time, couldn't find a name. And then one day, because I also do um, radio with teen girls called, I put the program called Girls Radio, where we teach them how to be catalysts of change. Um, via broadcast media uh, when it comes to um, radio, blogging, and YouTubing. So so I was sitting there with the girls one day and I was telling them I wanted to start a podcast. They were like, what do you like? And I was like, well, you know, I like drinking Hennessy and I love (laughs) some chicken wings. I love buffalo wings. And they were like, something about Hennessy and hot wings. And I was like, oh, well, there it is. Um, just like that. So from there, it emerged as this little baby podcast that was doing, you know, like we, I remember when I had like five listeners, I was so excited. And then um, it just started to grow and it started to grow. I started to promote it on my radio show. 
Um, I started to promote it on Facebook and Instagram and created a page for that. And it kind of grew into like this little culture of, you know, every time I would have a guest and my guests mostly consist of people that have big personalities that I know. So this is a lot of like friends and family and, um, and people that listen to the podcast from afar and are passing through town or they really want to talk about a subject. So they'll hit me up and they're like, Hey, hot sauce, do you want to come in and, I mean, you know, I would love to be on your podcast. You were talking about something. It's really focused on love, sex, and relationships. And I'm a single mom, so I date a lot. Um, and I have a lot of questions when it comes to male and female relationships. Why are there so many good women and so many good men complaining about there's no good women and good men if there's so many of us out there? And why is it so hard to kind of date and to communicate with each other? So from there, um, the podcast started to emerge. Our first episode was about internet dating. And then after that, it just became something that me and my um, best friend, who I call my wife, um, Joe Badu, we just started coming together every week and pressing record and inviting random people in there to talk about anything. And the show sometimes gets very, very out of order. It can be compared <laughs> to like a Howard Stern or um, because we were very unfiltered and we talk about literally everything from from masturbation to having periods to um, our last dates or, you know, why men only love crazy women and things like that. So it gets sometimes very heated, um, but it is always unfiltered, uncensored and very, very it can get very vulgar. <laughs> but I think that's that's important, right? To keep it raw and just honest, honest, yeah, yeah, and and transparent because a lot of outlets, and that's that's another reason why I created my own podcast that we're on right now mm-hmm. is because a lot of outlets kind of sugarcoat the journey, and we know in our regular day to day lives that it's yeah. not sugarcoated, <laughs> it's not um, perfect, it's not filtered, it's reality, and I think the more we give that reality, that truth of it two people out there the more realistic we 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 make content the it one it'll resonate better two it'll kind of get rid of all the fluff that's out there because there's so much fluff so one and so much fluff yeah one and two parenthood almost (laughs) yeah it totally is like you know another like I'll just jump on and say like another parenthood myth a lot of people are like oh having a newborn is going to be the hardest part no the baby stage is easy. Make yes, them grow up. Once they, they get a little bit bigger than that, yeah, I'm like, leave me alone. Once they start having an opinion and <laughs> oh, they want to talk to you and they don't stop talking, you're like, wow, this is insane. <laughs> Nobody talks this much ever. Man, I, I, <laughs> you don't got to tell me. I have a seven-year-old to myself and we were watching a oh. show recently and he mm-hmm. just talked the whole thing. I don't want to bore everybody <laughs> with like, or, or a child lies, but... Y'all, major lesson, the babies, like ages one, I mean, zero to maybe two, not even because fully three, two. They turn in teenagers, yeah. three majors. Yeah. Three majors. The twos, I have a um, 23 month old and I say 23 months because I want to specify she's not just one. She's about to be two. <laughs> so that's why people are like, oh, what happened to, you know, months? Like, no, she's about to be two, but I don't want to say she's two yet, but I want to let people yeah. know. But her, her tood fully like was full-blown like her attitude was like at 13 months or like 12 months i'm just like okay girl get your own apartment you Bye. gotta go you gotta go you, I'm, you've got to go right now and no but it's true like just like 
entrepreneurship. Like it mm-hmm. is the same thing. Like you're you ready start to quit every day at first. Yeah. At first <laughs> you deal with a little sleep deprivation and you're like, Oh, I'll get through this. They'll mm-hmm. grow up and whatever. But as they grow up, you're, you're faced with a lot of different other problems that you kind of wish like, wow, I can deal with the sleep deprivation and the research really early in this, because after this monster, you know, takes a, takes a, takes a life of its own, whether it be children or your new business, because you, you kind of do treat them the same, right? Like you treat them with the same kind of, like you're nurturing them and you're paying attention and you're so focused on this new baby or this new business venture that you really don't have time for everything else because you're excited at the same time but you're exhausted and you want to see what's going to happen when they grow up, who this person or who this business is going to be once it grows up. And you're really interested, but at the same time, that journey between them being small and growing up, I mean, those are lessons upon lessons upon lessons. Every day it's a new lesson. Yep. And it teaches you so much about yourself that you probably didn't even Mm -hmm. know. Um, That's what I realized having kids taught me about like who I was. Because when they start imitating your personality and the things that you do, you're like, oh, I got to stop that. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. No, like, oh, Uh -oh, oh, no, probably not do that again. (laughs) So true. You're like, "Uh -uh, uh-uh, can't be behaving that way. Mm-mm, Learn I that from me. Calm that down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's my exact same personality. Okay, let's change. I was like, now I um, understand why people children can't that stand me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Wow, I am annoying. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm so glad that you're able to share that experience with me because uh, a lot of people you know, like you said, they sugarcoat it, they put a lot of fluff on it to make it seem like it's this, you know, this happy, breezy rainbow and unicorn and glitters. But, you know, sometimes it's a little poop and, you know, bath talking and all kinds of stuff going on there. So, you know. <laughs> and the poop and the back talking can happen at the same time, y'all. At the same time. <laughs> best no regard for anybody else but themselves. Crazy. None. None. Yeah. We are interesting. <laughs> and, we've all, and guess what? We all got to start out like that. exactly yes exactly we all did it and our parents got through it so we'll get through it and ceos before us got through it and we'll get through it too awesome and we're coming to the end of the interview now i like to ask my guests what is some type of advice or inspiration you'd like to leave with the listeners who are entrepreneurs or dreaming about becoming an entrepreneur one day just you know one piece of advice that you found was super critical to your um, journey and that someone else could find very useful to theirs this might sound very cliche but um i keep using it because i i do it all the time um I just keep going, you know, like I just keep, keep swimming, like from the movie Finding Dory, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, because you're going to hit some trouble waters, you're going to hit some still waters, you're going to hit some, you know, some waves and some all kinds of hurricanes and whatever. But if you make up in your mind that this is what you want to do, and you have no choice but to be successful, you will find a way to be successful. So just keep going, um, having faith in your dreams and your vision and where you want it to go um, and swim upstream, swim downstream, backstroke, left stroke, whatever you have to do to keep on going. That's what, that's my only advice. Once you make up in your mind, this is exactly what you want to do and this is who you want to be and this is who your, your, your business wants to grow into. 
um, go in with the mentality that you don't have a choice but to keep going. Um, and until you're successful and until you're comfortable with your success, you just have to keep on going. Agreed. Very, very much agreed. Thank you yeah. so, so much for being here with us, Danielle, for doing the most, the misadventures <laughs> of entrepreneurship. Um, and, you know, we'll definitely catch you around. Guys, if you want to check her out, her information will be in the caption and comment section. And stay tuned to hear more about Danielle in the future. Thank you so much. And um, this was awesome. All right, you're welcome. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Doing the Most. Catch us here next week. Same time, same place. If you can't wait, head on over to doingthemost.xyz to stay connected. Until next time, keep on doing.